fuel, baby. I'm, I'm everyone C sounds official. Got my partner here, you know what I mean? The H God Heineken, man. Ooh. And we got special guests today, the one and only, you know what I'm saying? Queen's finest. Core Mega is in the building with us, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Man, Mega, we've been doing this a while, man. Where do you find the inspiration to keep rapping about shit? Uh, I love, you know how they say when you do what you love, it don't feel like a job. It's not a burden. So yeah. I really love this rap shit. And um, it's that pride. It's just that that MC pride. Um, I love what I'm doing. And I happen to be blessed to have some of my peers happen to be goats. Yeah. So it's like when you grew up with a, a Havoc or you grew up with a Nas, you know, and y'all all still love what y'all do, mm-hmm. it's, you know what I'm saying? Like the Bulls, when they broke up the Bulls, it wasn't the Bulls that wanted to break it up. If you'd have told Mike and Pippen and 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 Phil Jackson and Robin to run it back, they'd have ran it back. Oh, they would have yeah, ran it back. Of course. Of you course, know what I'm saying? Course. So I love what I do. My skill, I feel like my skill set or my skill level is is still, I don't know, top tier. Okay. So the moment I feel like I'm not uh productive as an MC or the moment I feel like I'm not holding down that queen's legacy mm-hmm. then I fall back tell me about the money though Cormega like cause you come in and now you um your your your, your presence is here now to me bigger than it's been in, mm-hmm. in, in, in a long time and shit right mm-hmm. when, when your presence was e- even bigger people felt like that they wanted more and more music from you at that time but it, 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 it was a different time Mm-hmm. Where where does the money come from when you're an independent dude like yourself, and then you might come in, in in and out as as you please? Um, well, for me, I had the the fortunate benefit of owning my masters. Okay. So, yeah. and it's one thing to own your masters. You can own the masters to, to garbage and not make no money off it, but I own a masters of albums that are considered classics by the people. Okay. And people always buy those things. Like, I always tell my people, the realness is a cheat code. Mm-hmm. That album, no matter what you do, realness, it makes money. You can make merch from it. The music sells. So I make money in my sleep okay. from that. And then the true meaning, I own the masters to that. And I own the masters to the testament. And so my music, I, I, I make money off my music. I also do a lot of clothing collaborations. Okay. And when I do them, I do them with companies that are established and that have unique audiences and fan bases that could diversify me and that brings in revenue. I did a couple of books. Okay. I did a, a couple of sneaker collaborations. So I'm into fashion. So that's another revenue stream also. Gotcha. So other than that, I just uh it's just that. It's the music, it's the publishing, it's the the, the master royalties, it's the clothing, things of that nature. My fans keep me alive. Okay. How were you able to work it to own your masters at such an early age? Because especially with the music business practice, mm. that that's something they really don't want to give away or mm. even have let you allow you to even have part ownership. And you were able to own your masters very young. Who, who was able to guide you to make that happen? Um, I think uh, one of the main people that I learned the power of ownership from was Chris Lighty. Um, 
the way he did business, I watched a lot of people. I'm an observer. So when I used to be around him or I'd be around Leo back in them days, I would see how they move. I would see how they talk. I would see how they interact with people. And it's like, okay. And then I would look at how the rich people move as opposed to how the other people move. And it's like, I noticed the rich people, they want to own stuff. They're not as flashy. They, they're not as flashy. They want to own stuff. And they wanna uh and they build they build their their infrastructures. When I when I say they build their infrastructure, like their whole circle is, is paid. Mm-hmm. Or their whole circle is powerful. So it's like I see this guy, you take four friends, and this guy, he's the executive, he's a top guy at this label, he's a top guy at this label, he's a top guy at this entity, and he's a top guy over here, benefits everybody. So ownership always been important to me, especially uh you put so much sweat equity in something to have somebody else tell you what to do with something that you create and that you love more than they love it. Cause at the end of the day, we just product to labels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started looking at that and I started looking at some of the things that we glorify, uh, as artists, even as fans, um, your glory ain't even your glory. Sometimes I give you an example. Like, you're a young artist, you in the game, you see somebody holding up a platinum plaque or a gold plaque, you're like, wow. It's like, you, you're looking at it like, that's the that's the cream of the crop right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, how many platinum artists we know that had financial issues or was broke? Mad of them. In a fair world, we'd have never heard about Tony Braxton having financial issues yeah, or TLC. Bankrupt. They, they both was bankrupt. The sound of it is, 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 is insane. Ludicrous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... I started looking at it like, wait a minute. So when you hold up a gold plaque, you're really holding up. It's really free advertising for the label when you think about it. Because mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you see a plaque and you're an artist, and you see that the artist doing good, that makes you want to go to that yep. label. Record, it's yeah. it's kind of like the pimps having the, the the finest prostitutes or the ones that's they looking good and they get money. Other hoes want to get with them. Yeah. So I started looking at that like, wow. So you go platinum, hmm, that's $10 million. Boom, boom, boom. But how many artists do we know that got millions and millions that went platinum? I mean, contrary to that, a lot of artists I know personally and that we all probably know, we still own the label money after going platinum. Of, of course, because because of marketing and, and promo budget. Right. And then I wanted to and then and then a lot of and a lot of people in these industries, they play games. Like there's a lot of uh finger fucking budgets going on. Mm. Meaning what? Explain that. Oh yeah, go go for it. Well, the real world, the real world. <laughs> I like when you say real world and music. The, re- world. the real word word for it is a lot of embezzling go misappropriation. Uh, uh, oh, yes. A misappropriation of funds goes yes. on in the industry. <laughs> Yo, if bro, we being honest, Yo, bro, we know that. Like, I can get stuff done, and people help me out, yeah. and it's from somebody budget. Right, who, who's not right. even coming out? Who don't even know he's not that even they got privy. the? They right. It ain't even for them, bro. It ain't even so, for the person who so, budget. I'm getting it, me- from. Mega Esso. Yeah, I mean to tell me you have benefited from other rappers' budgets. No, 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 no. I'm I don't move like that. No, I have. <laughs> okay, that's right. I can say I have benefited. I have known people who budget like say their project is done. Like yeah. say your project done, mm-hmm. you still got thirty thousand on back end, mm-hmm. right? In your paperwork, it says. Yo, if you got money left, you can get the 30K. Right. But somebody within the building will say, yo, Esso, 
I'm gonna um, help you out with this because I'm 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 bring you cash. I don't want to even tell you where it came from, but it came from Cormega's 30k that's left over. Yeah. And if Cormega manager or his business person doesn't know about the 30k, you can't even go in and be like, yo, y'all owe me money. It's just gone. Yeah. Or they'll say they spent it on promo for you in West Bubble Fuck somewhere right. where you're not even going. Or they'll give you some paperwork that make it look like you owe. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh wow, all wow. right, cool, cool. I owe 30k, right. even though you you're 30k <laughs> up. So now you're really gonna end up losing what sixty k because yeah. they because they can do the books whenever like it's it's, it's yeah. a periodical thing it's, yeah. it's it's in quarters so for this month when I do the funding for this quarter mm -hmm. it's gonna look like he's negative right but when I bring out the funding for the next quarter when I say oh well they returned this and they returned that or we didn't spend this and we didn't spend that now the next quarter is gonna say damn Mega got seventeen thousand there and Mega's gonna be like how I went from negative thirty k to 17k positive the next month and then that's the month where they say yo s i got seven thousand for you from cormega's budget yeah can i come give it to you it's a dirty game it is so that's why ownership is important because at least you own your stuff it's easy to keep track of it because when you own stuff also you kind of call the shots you you're not asking questions like you're demanding answers you might not have to do it in a demanding tone, but you need answers. I need answers. I need to know how much money did we spend and where and why, mm -hmm. as opposed to they just spending money and they'd be like, oh, yeah, your video costed 300000 and we spent this on that and your travel budget was this and your studio budget was that and that. You know, a lot of artists also go broke, broke or have financial issues because when they get in the game, they look at it as fun as opposed to a job. Um, now it is good to have fun with you doing because I love I love rap, I love hip hop. So when I'm creating music, it's love, you know what I'm saying. But I don't write in the studio. That's a waste of money, hmm. especially if you take long to write. Think about it. Let's just say we booked a studio session right now. It costs a hundred dollars an hour, and it's when we booked a session for eight hours, and you in the studio writing for five hours. And that's 800 plus food plus oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. And, it's, and then, plus. And then it's, just, right. it's just that one right. bill. Then there's other bills while you're there. Exactly. And then average dude, when he first get on, you want, you feel compelled to keep it real. So now you got your neighborhood guys is in there with you. When you them. order something, they order something. And then nobody's paying money because, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yo, he got it. It's on my budget. Yeah. Right. Before you know it, so that's one day. You was in there one day. You spent five hours writing, you so you just spent five hundred dollars. Not to mention what your man's ordered to eat, right? Mm -hmm. Now, how long do people take to do albums? Some people book out studios for weeks. So what months if you, and months? So you spent five hundred one day, five hundred plus because we ain't talking about the food and stuff. Mm -hmm. So let's just say you spent a thousand, eight, a thousand a day for ten days. You got to spend a thousand because you got to send niggas home in the Ubers and you smoking or the car service. Car service, the car service comes to your yeah, crib and yeah, then you, you really got to be young because you a rapper. Yeah, yeah you feel I, I good. got my mind. Hey, you know what's funny? <laughs> you still haven't even mentioned the rapper um, package, the chain. Oh yeah, right. The car, right. The clothes, right. The women, right. That's all part of the rapper uniform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How much does the average rapper uniform cost? It's gonna cost you some. It's gonna cost you something. <laughs> Six figures easy. All right, chain, Six, yo, chain, minimum. No, let's go through your, the rapper uniform. Your, your whole uniform is 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 six figures and up. 
It all depends on the mm. level of how he wants to bling because you're going to get your starter bling when you first get on. You got your little shit. Yeah, the little When joint. you start making a couple more dollars, you get your biggest shit. The earrings. You got to get your car. The cars. You got to stay super dookie, dookie, dumb, fresh now. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm gonna it's expensive. I'm going to tell you the crazy thing, though. Everybody's a drug dealer. <laughs> Every single rapper's a drug dealer. <laughs> but nobody knows how to deal. Business-wise, mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, so if you're a drug dealer, like one thing for sure, if you've been getting money to the street and you've been spending money at the jeweler, by the time you get on as a rapper, you don't got to blow all your money because you already got, got jewelry. jewelry. Or mm -hmm. you're going to get the love price because you spent so many money throughout the well, years. Yes, I the got guy, you. Or they might even throw you something. Yo, you brought so much money here, here, man, I'm making this on me. Mm -hmm. This is on me. Yeah. And as far as clothes, if you've been fly, you've been fly. So, you like, I'm going to keep it real. I don't got no stylist. And I guarantee you, I know people that don't even fuck with me that be like, Mega could dress his ass off. Mm -hmm. Every single, you go on, on Instagram right now, I guarantee you there's somebody talking about something I wore. You know who's trending, was trending last week because of me? And they owe me some kicks or something? Avia. Oh, word. I wore a pair of Avias in a Paradise video. And then somebody's like, these is fire. What are these? It was obviously a younger dude. And I schooled him. Mm -hmm. And I posted what it is. Avia. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, all of a sudden, Avia and some of these sneaker blogs started posting about Avia the very next day. Mm -hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. So it's like, if you if you have style, you can't buy style. You can't put a price on because we all know dudes that got money, they still can't dress. They corny. They, they, they wear the same shit. You, somebody can wear the same stuff as somebody in order to dress and look corny. Yeah. So it was like, people blow their money on the wrong things, whereas... When you look at like me, Nas, and AZ, we was setting trends mm -hmm. when we was, when we was coming out mm -hmm. with, with our style. We was, and we wasn't even spending crazy money on clothes. We was wearing guest polo. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tim, we love Timberlands. That's a part of our culture. Mm -hmm. We wasn't spending 500 on Timberlands mm -hmm. and stuff like we was, It's So it's like, I think um, everybody's in cahoots. I think some of these, some of these big corporations are in cahoots with some of these big companies. And it's like, the stylists are in cahoots sometimes. It's like they get the stuff from this company. All right, I promise you, I'm going to get such and such to wear this. Mm -hmm. You know, give me this and I'll get this guy to wear it. Mm -hmm. Now, once this guy wear it and he's an influencer, everybody wants to mm -hmm. wear it. And that's how it is. Even even down to the car companies. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Is there anybody in this room that, that wanted a... When we was kids... Did we want a Bentley? Did we, did we want a Bentley? No. That's an old man car. <laughs> if we little kids and you pull out the cars, everybody's going for the... Ferrari or the Lamborghini. Especially in that area, it was the GS Back then it was the Jeep. Yeah. yeah, Jeeps. Or, or, or the Benz, uh, the 600 Benz. Navigators. The Navigators. Oh, that Navigator. So, love the Navi. So, how do we get to this? How did we get to this place? You know why, though? It was I, marketed to us. That, and also, we wanted to always top each other. No yeah. pun intended. So, oh, you got the chain. All right, I got the double chain. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone could get a gold chain. Mm -hmm. Get the platinum chain. Oh, you got the 600 V12. I can't get the same thing as Mega and Esso. Mm. What's what's above that? Let's start looking. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this Bentley. You can't even walk into the dealership. You got to have this credit score and know somebody. So now when you pulling up, it's already established that this car is already on a different scale. Hip-hop is built on always being better than the next man. Not on a disrespectful level, but mm -hmm. it's competition. competition. Yeah. Just like how you, Nas, and AZ would be in the studio. Mm -hmm. You're like, ooh. AZ caught a, I gotta do something. Mm. And it ain't, ain't no disrespectful shit. That's why mm. we've elevated so high in this culture. It's just more of keeping up with the Joneses and being on the same par as your friends. 
in my opinion. I feel you on that. I I, I thought like that for a long time. Then you, mm. at, at the end of the day, you actually said, "Who the hell, who's the Joneses though that we keeping mm. up with?" And how did that get into our minds? Mm-hmm. So now it's like I don't even wear jewelry a lot no more. But I st- I got mad got jewelry. I, I seen them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like like. It's like I'm in such a good place with my mind. Is that because we older, though, Megan? Huh? Is that because we older now? Because I don't wear my jewelry like that When either. I was younger, I, w- I stopped. Yo, I'm t- I had ill jewelry since I was around 16, 17. Not jewelry. I'm talking about ill jewelry. Mm-hmm. So it's like after a while, you get bored of it. Got you. Like, I've been happy. I had polo since I was a little kid. Like, any, like matter of fact, you know how they got these these pages on social media now? They'll show you all the old pictures. Oh, of yeah, yeah. You, all you got to do is look at the old pictures of me. Mm-hmm. I don't even got a cap. Look mm-hmm. at the old pictures. Mm-hmm. I had gold timepieces, not watches. Timepieces. <laughs> time like, yeah. <laughs> My man said the timepieces. Time <laughs> was it hard, right? Because you came out in, in, in the 90s and you wanted to own shit and mm-hmm. all that, right? And mm-hmm. I know people kind of shot away. Well, not people, labels kind of shot away from people like you because mm-hmm. you wanted to own, own, own shit. Mm-hmm. You think it's simpler now to own, own your shit because, because of the way people are getting music? Or, or you think that was just a period of time and black people wasn't doing that so they gave you a hard time about it? I think it's easier now to own stuff if you want to. What do you want, though? Because it depends on if you're a follower or if you're a leader. Sometimes being a follower is the easier path. Mm-hmm. And some people don't want to be leaders. Some people don't want to do the extra work. So I think ownership is a beautiful thing once you start thinking outside the box. Once you start thinking generational wealth. When you start looking at rich people, I look at rich people and how they move. I don't look at people that appear to be rich. I look at rich people. Like, I got a friend named Eric. He's rich. Like, he's his his worth is a billion. Like, like... I did a video recently. If you see me in a video and there's a jet plane and there's yachts and all that, that's his. That wasn't no random stuff. I was at my man's crib. You know what I'm saying? We just so happened to film. They like, mm-hmm. might as well do a video while we're here. Mm-hmm. Like that. So it's like that. So I look at people like that. I look at rich people. Even in the street, you know, I used to look at, no matter where you at, even when you look at the boroughs, Fat Cat wasn't the flyest dressed dude. No. You know what I'm saying? But he had that He walk, had that money. You know, Fritz wasn't the fly dressed dude, yeah, but he had money. more money mm-hmm. than all of those cats. So mm-hmm. it's like you look at the dudes that that was flashy and the dudes that are laid back, and I'm like, okay. So I'm looking at different things, and then with me with jewelry, I just got bored with it, and mm. I took a trip one time. I went to Haiti, and I went to Africa. I went to Uganda and Africa, and I went to Haiti, and those two places really opened something up inside of me. It, it even made me feel a little goofy, like. Like, I'm in Haiti. They barely have nothing. And they look happier than us. Like, mm-hmm. like, and we have everything and it's never enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one time I had a brand new truck. I'm talking about brand new, like, late, like, whatever model it was, whatever year it was, I had the next year model. that, And I still wasn't happy. I was like, what do I want next? That's called being insatiable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I didn't want to be insatiable anymore. I want to, um... Even with clothes, what else I've noticed, when you get to a certain point, status, you guys all probably experience this now. You get to a certain point, the, the one, one of the most unfair things that I've seen, and I benefit from it, so I can't condemn it. You get to a certain st- status, you don't even got paid for stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> nothing. I don't pay for nothing. Too you know much. what I'm saying? No, no, no more. It, mm-hmm. We haven't like, paid for a dinner since February. You see what I'm saying? Well, unless it's just us yeah, taking ourselves us. out. You know what I'm saying? I don't pay for no clothes, really. Like. The more you go up, the less shit you pay you for. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I'll pay for stuff if I see something that I really like. Really like. And it's like. That's the fashion. And it's, it's like, hard as fuck yeah. now. Because it's like, I'm not having. We can't even wear it multiple times no more because of right. the social like media. Right, I wore that. Oh, I wore that. So such and such place. Oh, he, he trashed yeah. now. Instagram has oh, right. Although it's $8,000 for the jacket. Right. You whoop Cormega. If you can't spend eight grand and give it to somebody else, you yeah. whack now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I look at stuff like that. Like, wow, look how unfair life is. Mm-hmm. One time. I called the store. They had some crazy sneakers out, some some like exclusive joints. I mean, I called and I was like, you know, I called as a as a regular civilian. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yo, uh, do sneakers available? But you know, I went about nah, 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 nah. I said, all right, cool. There's something in my head said, it's called Mega. Yeah, so I called back. Like oh, ten yo, minutes later, yeah, yo, this called Mega. Hey, what's going on, yo? Um, yeah, um, this called Mega. Hey, what's going, on, Mega? Oh, yeah, what size are you? No, 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 no. Okay, we got you. Man. <laughs> I went to the store and they gave them to me. Oh, you ain't have to pay. I ain't have to pay, and I was gonna pay. So it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like sometimes you go to stores. I go in the store sometimes. I might want to buy something. Nah, we got you. So it's like, so it's like, why do you, why do you have to spend in the excess when we get shit for free? Mm-hmm. Like so, that's kind of ignorant. I get jewelry free too sometimes. I I, I didn't graduate to the yeah. Jewelry. We know we you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. We, I didn't graduate to the free jewelry. I've gotten Yo, free. Mega, yeah, tell yo, us where your jewelry's at. <laughs> yo, tell Mega. Mega gonna send us down here to get some free jewels. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like you spend a lot of money on you guys' status. When you become an, inf- you guys are influencers now. When you yeah. become an influencer, that's when you they really, yeah because you could be famous but not have no style. They're not gonna give you shit. Yeah, but mm-hmm. when you in the influencer, that's when every yeah. I swear to you, sometimes I go home and there's boxes and stuff and I don't even know what it is. I'm like, what is this? I tear through it. Oh, <laughs> forty below ten. I'll take these. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> I just told him that. I said I got boxes of shit at, at, at my PO box and they on, on my head. Like, did you go get it? Did you go yeah. get it? Yeah, I don't have time to go right. get it, bro. And I right. can't give you my house address. I'm sorry. You and know that, what I'm saying? So, so that's where we at in life now. So, so. When we get blessings like that, you don't really want to spend. And you look at spending different. You look at it like rich people look at it. Like, I know a guy that's richer than everybody in his room probably combined. And he wears Wranglers. And there's levels to Wranglers. There's Wranglers that's expensive. Yeah. But he wears the Walmart Wranglers. (laughs) And he's rich. Rich. I'm talking about he got a house like those old black and white Movies from back in the days, Casablanca type yeah, thing. Yeah. Like when you when you see the pool and the pool's like made out of cement and it got like columns and all that. Yeah, he, got he got one, one of them one houses. Those, he bought yo, one of them. Like houses. a hotel joint. Yeah, like a resort. Joint hotel yeah. joint. Like like uh Fred Astaire's yeah. at his house type of thing scene. He got, got that house. Uh, I got a question. And he for wear you Wranglers. Though. I got a question for you though. And I know Mech might know this, and I gotta ask you. How the hell do y'all collect y'all publishing on an independent record? Because it's not, I've been in the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I, when I know about the publishing game, it's hard to collect publishing as an independent. How are y'all getting that money? Because the major labels, they don't want to back it and give y'all deals. Mm-hmm. Do you go to the royalty network or some shit like that? Or do you hire somebody separately to find your shit? What's the process of getting your royalties? It, de- it definitely depends on who you're affiliated with or mm-hmm. associated with as a, as a publisher. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think ASCAP, 
does a great job with me. Okay. ASCAP does a good job with me. And also, I got other people that are royalty sa savvy. Okay. So you got to... I be telling dudes this, and I'm going to tell y'all this. Mm -hmm. Remember back in the days, everybody wanted to squad up? Mm -hmm. Now you got to nerd up. <laughs> that's, that's real talk. You got to nerd up right now. Because there's, mm -hmm. there's money out there... Even right now, there's money out there I ain't even touched yet that I ain't even get yet because I ain't collected yet. Yeah. Like, there's royalties that, that we're owed here, but we're owed royalties in every market. Every market. Somebody in Denmark owes you a check. Somebody in Russia owes you a check. Somebody in Germany owes you a check. Mm -hmm. How do you get that? And that money be sitting over there, right. bro, collecting right. interest, and they eat all the interest right. and leave your little $50,000 there, but they getting... $10,000 a year off your shit and they just keep that and you don't never touch that no matter how long it take you to find the 50. And some people never even know about it. I'm probably one of the first artists that even said that. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes there's, there's always some creep ass nerd that knows how to get that money and they'll steal your money. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So you got to nerd up. You got to have nerds on your squad. Now you got to have those people that are computer savvy and that are tech savvy that can help you with all of that. Because like there's like I said, there's money here, but there's monies that we ain't even touch yet that we got to get. Mm -hmm. Also, there's um there's a few other things. Things like there's not just ASCAP and and those publisher companies. You got places like Sound Exchange also. That's different monies. So there's different monies out there for they're, us to they're, get. They'll advance you money, and right. then they'll go and they'll go okay. try to to um collect your money for you. But okay. you got the royalty network that does that too, because you because you can do a, um. I said it before, Heineken. You can do a, a a administration deal with these companies, and they're the ones that'll find your money. They will collect your money, and they'll pay you. And they don't keep the publishing. They just keep like. Four, 4% of the money that they collect and they deposit the rest and you can control your masses and keep all, all, all your bread. But you definitely got to sign with them to make sure that they know your rights and they know your works and they can find your money for you. Mm, facts. You, you mentioned your guy, Eric, or the billionaires. Um, aside from rappers and entertainment, during your journey in hip-hop, who has hip-hop introduced you to in terms of interesting Characters and people. People, to be honest with you, um, hip hop has introduced me to a lot of people. I found some great friends via hip hop. Um, the people I'm least cool with, even though I'm cool with a lot of them, the people that I find the least social consistency with is rappers. Yep. I just don't relate to them. Because I'm really, I'm really from that cloth. Like, like I'm really, like if you're from Southside Queens, like you could ask Bimmy, you know Mega, he's gonna have stories. Or you know what I'm saying? Like I know Corley, I know, I know names. Like I, I know Black Just. God mm -hmm. bless the dead. Like uptown dudes know me. Brooklyn, forget about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's go. Like I could go to, I could take y'all to Fort Greene right now. And y'all will be good. Everybody can't say that. Mm. So it's like, when I meet a lot of rappers, sometimes it's like, these dudes confuse me because I used to think everybody was as real as, as the music. Yeah. And then I found out it's different. So It's entertainment. Yeah. Did I mess with you that they didn't live up to the lyrics and they didn't live up uh, to what they were talking about? At first. But now I'm used to it. I'm like, it is what it is. It's a lit. You know what I'm saying? They try to, it's like, it's like they're in character. Because he and I have spoken back and forth about 
if a rapper in the 90s or even now had a job and everything and he's talking about pushing all this weight would that have been credible knowing what it is i mean today though it don't matter but does mm-hmm. it matter did it matter back then i mean back in them days if you said you was moving weight it had to make sense like you had to, it had to, especially in new york back then like word on the street is is strong in this city mm-hmm. out of L, this is a strong city so yeah. if you doing if you if you making some kind of noise people going to hear about it or they going to know about mm-hmm. it if i don't know nothing about you or nobody I don't got, I'm not the whiz. I might not know everything, but if I make a call to your hood and nobody got a story for me or nobody knows nothing or you're not registered nowhere, I'm going to look at you a little different. You know what I'm saying? Or everybody's claiming they was in jail. And then I got dudes that's always in jail. Yo, you know such and such? Nah, nah. It'd be, you know, so, but now I'm so used to it, it doesn't bother me anymore. I, I respect, you know, I like Drake a lot yeah. because he's himself. You know what you're going to get. You know what to expect. And on the low, he, he got goons too, but he don't act like hey, it. He don't act like it. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. just having fun with it. So yeah. I like people that's just mm-hmm. themselves. But through rap, I have met some beautiful people. Um, Like I said, I met my man Eric. I met I met so many people. It's, it's, I can't even narrow it down, but I've met people in all walks of life. I'm talking about I've met people where I could go to different countries and, and they got a flat for me. Yo, you mm-hmm. can stay here as long as you want. I own the building. Mm-hmm. Like, I've met some beautiful people through rap. I think that is what made me so humble towards my fans, too, because at the end of the day, no matter who you are, you're nothing without the fans. Like, you could think you're the best at what you do, but if everybody doesn't agree with you or if the people don't, if the consensus is not consistent with how you feel, then you're nobody. Somebody has to buy into your your act. Somebody has to spend. And if nobody's spending, if nobody's spending for your movie, you're not an A-list Actor. movie star. Mm-hmm. If nobody's spending on your jersey, man, you're not look, an A-list athlete. So it's like no matter what you do, there got to be somebody that believes in you and that and that that that's consistently investing into you. So I think um. I've met a bunch of people like the guy Eric. I've met people in 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 all walks of life. I can't even narrow it down to people. It's an interesting scenario that happened that benefited you because of your hip hop legacy and your hip hop status, where it benefited you somewhere outside of hip hop. So many, like every 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 everything that you could think of humanly, I've been blessed with because of hip hop. I'll give you a perfect example. Every day. Uh, you gotta fucking every day you gotta eat and sleep. Every yeah. day you gotta eat and drink water and sleep, right? So when you think so, that's health. There's a guy. There's a guy. He's a Jamaican brother. His name is Mike. He has a spot called Itel. It's in it's in Brooklyn. Vegan Caribbean foods. One of the best restaurants I've ever eaten at in my life. My money's not even no good in there. You know what I'm saying? If I'm starving, I could go there and get a meal. Uh. As far as you got Styles P, he's a rapper, legend. We all know and love. He he does the health supplements. Yeah. I bought that. Literally spent money with him. And once in a while, sometimes a boxer just pop up, and I got supplements from from Styles Styles P, P and his yeah. family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's health wise. As far as clothes, that don't even count. We we already had that discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I mean, studio music, everything. All kind of blessings have come to me via music. Yeah, like beautiful. Well, what you hate about the business? What is the thing that you dislike most 
about the music business side of it. The thing I dislike most about the business is sometimes I walk in a spot and there's nobody that looks like us mm. out of something we created. Like, there was no joint partnership in the creation of this shit. <laughs> we created this. I mean, at the park jams back in the days, if a person that wasn't black or brown walked in, we got suspicious. Like, yo, that's a cop. Yeah. Mm. So when we see these new makeover movies and, and documentaries, when it's like a mix, we are the world thing at the jams, that wasn't true. That's not true. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we, we, we remixed life. Because we created this out of adversity. People stole electricity from, from fucking Park Jam. We stole electricity to, to, to hook up the, at the mm -hmm. Park Jams. Mm -hmm. Or we stuck it in somebody's house and, and, and dragged it window. all the way to the park. And we, we, all this was created from necessity and from hunger and, hunger and from trying to bring... What were the main things they said at the beginning of this shit? Peace, unity, love, and having fun. Because that's four things we needed and we lacked. So it's and like. And we still lack that and shit. And we still though. lack it. So one of the things that I hate is the exclusion of the creator mm. in the corporate rooms. Mm. Um, I hate the, the ageism, uh, how they, especially with the women. Like when they, they look at a woman, a woman is like 30 and they look at her like she's old. I think that's not fair. Um, with the guys, guys could last a little longer, but the respect towards the OGs and towards the creators and the pioneers is disgusting. The OGs get a little bit more respect. The pioneers and the creators of this culture will get straight up. There could be a crowd, 300 kids that love hip hop and they'll see the creators of the shit and they'll walk right by them. And, and know it's them. And, and that, them and be that like, hurts me. <laughs> then they'd be so like, I don't even so care. with the whole 21 Savage and Nas, your good friend, how did, how did that hit you in the core? Because you're the first person I thought about yeah, you're the when first we saw person. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, not, I'm not even going to lie. Dude, I'm not going to lie neither. I was like, yo, yo. But I, I, I kind of know what you're going to say, but we got to hear you say it. Okay, when I first seen that, at first I thought that was a joke. Like, you know, because there'd be a lot of jokes or memes or whatever. Yeah, so I was like, this isn't real. So from a from a brother perspective, it's like, all right, like, this isn't even a contest. Like, it's not going to be like a rapper. There's no need for ether for this situation. Uh -huh. Right? I, so, say, I said that, too. I said, yeah, I, said, yeah. I, said, I said a lot of people gonna, is going to feel yeah. that way. So yeah. immediately I was like, all right. But the reason I, I felt a little better because Jungle got right on it. You know what I'm saying? Jungle yeah, said something I saw that. that was quick and funny. And then it's like he apologized quick. Mm -hmm. The so, next day. So being that he apologized quick, I felt a little better. And I'm sure, because, and me and I spoke, we didn't speak on length in it because it wasn't that important. We mm -hmm. laughed. It was a laugh. But the soldier in me and the brother in me is like, the shit with me and I was, we back, we back on 100. Like, ain't gonna be no, you know what I'm saying? Like, before when he was going at a whole crew by himself. Ain't never gonna be none of that now. Now I'm here. Like, mm -hmm. if he got a problem, if, if there's a group of people with a problem with him, y'all might as well add, add me in now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as far as that, it's over because homie, homie realized what he did. But like I said, from a brother perspective, I was like, I was like, uh, what's the word? Uh, What's his name used? Uh, 
he used it and it got blown out of context. Um, matter of fact, I don't want to go there. But anyway, <laughs> I was just on point. Out of context. <laughs> I was on point. But like I said, I'm glad the young brother uh, apologized. Do you think he meant it though, Cormega, or do you think that he apologized because of the heat he was taking on his head? Pause. I don't know, but I'll take it as long as he learns from his mistake. And from a logical perspective, let's talk. Because I, I yeah, was just talking. I, I, I yeah, want to address it. So yeah, we're gonna address it. Let's yeah. talk logically. Okay. How can somebody that just won a Grammy last year not be relevant? Not 10 years ago. He, he has a different Can perspective. I, yeah. Okay. Right. And you mentioned something, too, that I want to bounce And I, I want to say this first. For me, I'm from South Jamaica, Queens. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. And Nas is the god in Queens. Facts. Undisputed champion. Okay. But could 21 Savage be talking about the young kids now? Because, mm. let me just say this, because just, who, and this ain't taking nothing away from Nas and nothing like that. Nas is talking to niggas like me and us. No to, me. Uh -huh. to me, he not talking to the young kid no more or anything. He's a mature man. He's in his 50s. I think 21 Savage is just talking about the younger generation that he's influencing. Let me ask you this. Mega said something interesting. The ageism. Why did he feel comfortable to say Nas is not music? Because he's 50. But, no, I'm just no, no, no. But listen, listen to what I'm saying, though. I have an answer to it. No, him. he just mm -hmm. won a Grammy. He's a great businessman out of, out of nowhere. I don't want to dis disrespect him, but he's mm -hmm. made a lot of great business moves. Mm -hmm. He's culturally hitting every, you know, factor that matters as he's a... rich as a mother. No, you know, he's hitting... <laughs> I think, you know, it's only but so many handful of older rappers that move the needle... Like it, he does. Yes. So when he's seeing it, he, probably 21 is like, if Nas is 22 years older than 21, he he, he don't have no relation to him. And that's no, why I go back to the ages. All right, let's go to this. Yeah, that's let's... a 20-year separation. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. But skill-wise, mm -hmm. skill-wise... <laughs> but like, they not talking about skill no more, Mega. Mega, they not talking about skill Mega no more. Like, I don't want to hear talk it. To you. you don't want to hear it. If rappers are real estate, uh huh. Twenty one is a builder, and Nas is a landmark. I would, I, I would agree with that. That's an analogy. And a builder could get, could get turned, turned down. Turned down but a landmark, but landmark is here forever. forever. Institutional. Now let's talk about this. Let's talk about Young. Since we, you want, you want to talk about Young? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you why he didn't make no sense. First of all, like I said, he just won a Grammy last year, not 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. He just won that Grammy last year. I know because I won a Grammy too. Mm -hmm. I, I, I lucked up by being on that album. Mm -hmm. That was last year, mm -hmm. right? Every time you hear a Hennessy commercial, 80% of the time, whose voice do you hear? His, his voice over talking. There's a show on, what, Netflix called Get Down? Mm -hmm. All the young people's watching that, and whose voice is throughout that narrating it? Mm. Nas, mm -hmm. that's three valid. You watch, you young, you watch the NBA. Whose records was they playing during the playoffs? Nas, but don't you have to be perceptive to see that? Because we know the voice and we know it, but do these young kids know the voice? Are they recognizing it though, Mega? I'm gonna tell you the problem okay. with society. Mm. People father figures or, or strong male figures, dominant male figures, male figures that impact your life, impact your life. 
And when you have those figures in your life, you respect. One of the main things you're taught in certain homes is to respect elders mm-hmm. and to respect contributors. So for any artist of his stature to disregard, and I'm not even going to say disrespect, I'm going to say disregard the contributions of somebody like Anas, that's showing how inappreciative you are. Because if you take artists like Nas out of the landscape of rap, if he never existed, a lot of things would be totally different. Mm-hmm. And it's a respect thing. Like, I'm I'm the type of person, older, like one of the, cool mo cool or somebody could say something slick, I won't even say nothing in response because I'm like, you know what, all right. As long as it's not disrespectful, all right, you got it. Because he earned that. Because mm-hmm. they, they uh, paved that ground they that I'm walking foundation. on. You know what I'm saying? They laid that foundation mm-hmm. that, that you're building on. So it's a time and place for everything. Um, I think a lot of these, uh, I think a lot of the young, young cats that don't have respect for elders, it comes from, it starts at home. It starts at home. Because if you respect your father and you respect other men, then you'll value things. And the weirdest thing about some of these young dudes that I see with rap is it's it's like rap becomes expendable mm. because they don't have that same energy with them old drug dealers. And some of these old drug dealers, they be dick riding, be snitches. <laughs> I'm Yo, just saying. It's a, it's a couple, in, it's a couple in, in, in this game that... That people looking up to this big time and they known to be snitches and people don't talk about it. So but that but the game is like, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna jump in though, Mega. They don't care about these things. We cared about that. Yeah, that's true. We cared about lyrics. Morals and principles we are different. We cared about whose mm. whose voice was on it and no no disrespect to the younger kids right now because we always saying, you know, they ain't have their fathers, which a lot of them don't. Mm-hmm. There's kids that sit here and say, well, we 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 grew up on state property, and Jay-Z saying that he went and got $2,000 a day, and I'm sitting up there, I'm, I'm really, I'm on the camera like, and y'all believe all of this shit? Mm-hmm. And this is what your pattern, this is why you pattern your life like this because of what you heard on rap lyrics? And my man Cormega just said, a lot of them is capping. The rapper's not real. These are the ones that he chills with the least because they're not real. I'm, yeah, because you know what I'm saying? That's we can end we this have. interview right now. I could go to Fort Greene right now with you. Mm-hmm. I could go to Far Rockaway right now and with you. And nobody go to Far Rockaway. I could go to Far Rockaway with you right now. I can go to Queensbridge with you right now. And we good. Mm-hmm. Every rapper can't make that guarantee. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know that to be a fact. I know that to be a fact. I yeah. know dudes that are goons. Yo, I don't even want to say no names for certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm so good. I'll say one name. I'll say DJ J Love. J, act DJ J Love. J Love was doing a video on Far Rockaway, and dudes ran down on him. And he's like, "No, nah, I'm, 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 I mess with Mega. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing something for Mega, and they, and they let him rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shout out to my people from, um, from Hamels. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Another situation. Uh, some brothers from Edgemere. I'm not gonna say the name. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name, but shout out to that cat. He know who he is. Oh, there was a situation, and it was a party. It was a big party. A bunch of people from Queens was there, and Duke is is a joke. He's a jokes guy. And I told dudes from Queensbridge, I said, "Yo, I'm telling you now, y'all better stand next to me. Stand next to me. You know what I'm saying? Because my man, I, I, I'm gonna give him his respect. 
this is a jerks guy, but he but he he showed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's not, he didn't violate, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So me, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. I almost say his name because it was. You don't want to put him on black. Yeah, yeah we right. understand. But put like this: whoever didn't stand next to me, they neck was a little lighter yeah. at the end of that party. I'll tell you that. So it's like a lot of these rappers be capping. I went on, yo, I did a, I did a show on Rikers Island with a rapper, and and homie was scared. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say no names. It was, I did a, I did a lot of shows on Rikers Island with rappers, but when I did, I did a show on on Rikers Island with a rapper, and, and homie was not excited about going inside. And in my head, I'm like, I can't. And in my head, I'm like, what? Like this is a tough guy rapper, or but he wasn't he wasn't excited about going inside. And we was just he said he wasn't excited. And we were just performing. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> and, that's a great way to put it. He wasn't excited. And when yeah, I could say other things, but I don't want to do it. Nah, so, yeah. But when we went in Rikers Island to perform, first of all, there was hundreds of people in the yard. When we went in Rikers Island to perform, they had yellow tape separating us from the inmates. Uh, shout out my man Pretty Tone Capone from Mob Style. Mm-hmm. He was there. He could vouch for me. Um, there was a few people that was there. I went under the yellow tape, and I had jewels on, diamonds, all that. CO was like, what are you doing? You can't do it. I was like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I was good. Mm-hmm. Um Y'all queens niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but everybody don't do that. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even in, in one of my songs, I forgot what songs it was. I, oh, it's not out yet, but I played it on Drink Champs before. Mm-hmm. I said, you want to walk in my shoes, don't forget those state boots. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want younger dudes trying to do the things that I did because I'm lucky I'm here. Mm-hmm. If I had, if all my closest friends was alive and they was here right now, we wouldn't even have enough seats. That's how many people I lost. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you hear a lot of people shout out people and talk about them like these people were really close to me. Like I ain't talking about I, I'm talking about really close to me. Like Yammy, Yammy was really close to me. Like his daughter come to, to New York, she come to see me. Like I look at her like she's my niece. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, Drawers from Queensbridge was really close with me. It wasn't just... I with me like I I still mourn him. Shabazz was really close with me. Ill Will was really close with me. Oogie was my biological family. Like our fathers are brothers. Our our family is family. Like we got the same grandmother. Mm-hmm. Like so I'm connected so many. Fly Tower from Fort Greene was one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Elton from Hamels in, 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 in Far Rockaway is one of my best friends. His brother Knowledge. Is, is is alive. He he could tell you that. You know, my man uh, G Fresh, Ron Love from Edgemere, rest in peace. My man JB from Edgemere, rest in peace. G Fresh from Edgemere was one of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm I'm really about this life. I'm really out there. But my thing is, even one of my mans that's coming now, he from Fort Greene. You know what I'm saying? Um. And my man right there is... is when is, niggas start talking about Fort Green, the, the, his, his lingo changed. Change, you know what I'm saying? Because even with all the condos <laughs> around, <laughs> if you go on the wrong little cracks... Yeah. Portland ch- Avenue, right? Yo, you're going to get jammed up. Caught inside. Caught... Oh. Shout out to Ooh. Tiffany Prince and, 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 and Fort Lee, too. You, you real. The people. My man shout said out to caught inside. Listen, man. That's a... Shout yo. out to Supreme Magnetic. Yo. Shout out to Rap. Rest in peace, Rap. Rest in peace, Fly Top. Shout out to my bro, Snoop. Shout out to Corleone. Shout out to Rita. Shout out to Sheena. Shout out to all my dudes on the far side. Shout out to everybody on the other side, too. Like, shout out to CLO and all my guys on that on that side, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really... Shout out to all my people from... Shout out to my people from Crown 
Sunshine Heights too, my man Jazz. Yeah. Clark Kent know what it is. Shout out to my man Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. Like when I tell you, like, if I didn't rap, even before I rap, you heard my name. Mm -hmm. When I said my name on Illmatic on that song up. One Love, he didn't say Mega's a rapper. He just said, what up with Mega? Did you see him or y'all together? If so, hold the fort down. What we all know what hold the fort mm -hmm. down, mm -hmm. hold the fort down means. So, you know, like what are we talking about? Like, so it's like when you listen to my music, I don't glorify the streets. You listen to my music, I be telling a lot of young boys, be careful or don't don't do it like this. Or cause I can't condemn you for living that life because I lived it, but I can definitely try to try to walk you through it or try to tell you there's other options. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't, so when you see a young boy and they saying, oh, they want to be like Jay was talking about in this song, why not try to be like Jay the billionaire? And that's what I was going to ask you with this new project you got. Is there a subject matter in songs where you just, you and Esso gave so much gems about the business in a song format of even how you close the business deal and make it really provocative and enticing. You gotta listen to the album. Gotcha. You gotta listen wow. to the album. We'll have a follow-up interview. Woo. Are we gonna talk? Um <laughs> I made an album called Mega Philosophy when I had a song called Industry where I just shitted I just told the truth about the industry. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was gonna be I thought my career was gonna be, be banned after that. I, yeah, I thought I was and, gotcha. and and the opposite happened. Yeah, niggas know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, niggas is in it, know what's up. So niggas is hearing it like, oh why, oh why, right, oh mega, why mega in it. But nigga, but I always say this to Heineken now. Mm -hmm. Bag Fuel is like hip-hop school mm -hmm. for the kids now. No doubt. That's right? dope. So we're we're talking from the business end, but now we're getting at people like like rappers like yourself. We, we got a lot of rappers that are coming on. Mm -hmm. And we're just trying to make it a real live, entertaining school for them to learn about what's really going on. Cause people, no doubt. Because people really wasn't passing nothing down to nobody. We all was learning on, on the, the fly. fly. That's a yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and we're trying to put it here as when people watch this camera, they're not just learning on the fly. They're saying damn damn um um Mecca was getting his masters back then. Damn, maybe I, I should have been knowing that. That shit was hard back then. How did he circumvent his whole career? He mm -hmm. does come and go as he please. He he's making merch, he's making money off merch, he's making money off of this. Damn, maybe I don't have to sell five million records to get money. What's the main You can uh, sell 100,000 uh, and make money. And make money. You know what I'm saying? You can sell 200,000 records. You can sell 300,000. That's why I always looked at labels with a suspicious eye. Like, why do y'all drop artists because they sold $300,000? Why don't y'all just make budgets that's consistent with what they sell? You know this, why? Because he said it a while back on the show. When tell him. When these artists make money, they get power. And, mm. and, and when they don't make the money off the budget, right? And 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 they owed money. Oh, man, you know dope. what they get to do? They 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 get to write it off, mega. Mm. See, if you're not making money, if you're in the red, even if I invest this money in, into you, mm. they get to write it off. So now you know the it's it's a big bank there. Mm -hmm. So now we're making money off of Rihanna, we're making money off of Jay-Z, we're making money off of Beyonce, we're making money off of Nas. Mm -hmm. Mega, we need to make it look like we're not making no money off of Mega. So mm -hmm. you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna invest a little more money into Mega's marketing and promo, which mm -hmm. we know is not gonna work. Mm -hmm. That's gonna put him into the red, and now we get to write him off. Mm -hmm. But if I give you the three hundred thousand sales and I make one dollar, Mega. I can't write you off now. Mm. Yep. 
So Maybe. that's the big business. Woo. So now I got all like, this I'm money. I'm about to drop another album talking about this. <laughs> but, that's the, but, that, but, that, but, that, but that's the reality. That's why you'll not know where your budget money is yeah. going. That's why they want to spend it up. Because yeah. if we don't spend it up, we can't now write it off. I don't want to say I made fucking, I, I put out 500000 and I made $500,100 off of Megan. Nah, nigga, I, I, I need to say I lost two hundred k. You know what I'm saying? So it's now there, I can wash deep. the whole shit. Now, now, now I'm, I'm I'm washing your budget. I'm washing your marketing plan. I'm washing your discretionary fund. Whatever you have that's attached to you that I gave you money for now, now that whole $1.7 million is now a debit for my company. Nigga, I got one final question. Just a, a Nas question. Okay. What is some like? What is it like being in the business think tank? Because you're a businessman and he's a businessman. Something that people wouldn't understand or be like, they're not privy to on how y'all guys go after deals or some advice he might have gave you. I'm going to tell you the realest shit ever. Mm. I don't even talk business with Nas. Like, we grew up together. And you got to understand, when I came home from jail, I had to get used to Nas as a rapper because I was so used to just being his friend. Mm. And now, you know what I'm saying, we had our fallout, and now we're cool again. Yeah. So now I'm doing the opposite of that. Now I'm appreciating the friendship, mm. and I'm not thinking about the rapper. Gotcha. Before I had to get used to the rapper, and now I'm, I'm... So we talk about life. We talk about health. We talk about family. We laugh a lot. So it's like I never want to ask him his, about business because he got so many people that's in his ear trying to... When you got so many people that's... When you're successful like that, there's always people that, that have an agenda. Mm. Like, are you with me or are you just around me? Mm -hmm. So my my thing with him is we just I just enjoy him as a friend, as a brother, as a, you know what I'm saying? He respects my energy. He respects me as a human you being. You don't be wanting to get in on them stocks, though, get that floor on the Nigga, you ain't gonna be like yo, Esco. Yo, yo, give me one of them tips, my dude. Let me throw a little twenty thousand in there when you throwing two hundred million. Let me tell you something, man. That's that's a beautiful thing about relationship. Also, also, yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. Yo, my man Eric, my man Eric, he got is the stock super tips rich too. too. I didn't ever ask him for nothing. Yo, Mega, Mega. I'm, yo, I'm the type of this dude. camera, me and Mega about to get some money because I, I need I need to put some Nas. I need to put some men. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> Homeboy with the Jets. Let me tell I you need something. to put some men. Let me tell you some fly shit. Mm. Well, the smart thing to do with, with, with Nas, if you want to eat with him, invest with him. That's what I'm look saying. At his, look at yeah. his portfolio. Man, I, can't afford the, I can't afford what he's investing. Whatever. You could. You might. Just nah, maybe not as nah. much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but also, I think y'all building a portfolio right now because the bag fuel thing, y'all got good energy. You know, I don't really like doing podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. And, and I'm going to tell you why I can say that to y'all because y'all differentiate yourself from them. A lot of podcasters, they don't have journalistic skill or journalistic experience. And with that lack of experience comes a lack of journalistic integrity. Mm -hmm. So basically, I had a saying before I said some people are too scared to hustle and they're too lazy to work. So they want to rap. Mm. Rap look like the easy way out. As a rapper, you probably... You you or somebody that's around rappers, you probably see people come to the studio, 
And then they bored when they're there because they think it's like the Dr. Dre Snoop video. Yeah. Mm. They, they think it's going to be a bunch of girls and a bunch yeah. of drinks and a bunch of weed. Where the bitches at? Right. But mm -hmm. it's work. So I find that people was rapping to, to find an easy way out. And now people doing podcasts because yes. I'm going to tell you what it is with podcasts yep. that I don't like. That's my guy right there. Salute, bro. Cole Leon. Uh, I shout him out. What up, G? What up, G? Tell me where you from. There you're oh, right. he been talking about your hood. He said, stay away from Carlton Ave. I know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo. So, check it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the difference between y'all and a lot of podcasts. And I'm going to tell you the, my problem with podcasts. Go for it. Dudes have found a way to monetize gossiping. Mm. Instead of having content. Yeah, Some they, people just sit around and talk about people or instigate mm -hmm. for the ratings mm -hmm. and they get a bag. Yep. And that's why I respect what y'all doing because y'all talking that. business things, y'all talking about, y'all giving knowledge, y'all trying to guide people and that's dope and y'all energy is right. So certain podcasts I don't even want to do. I said this to him on another show. Podcasters are slowly becoming the new rappers, meaning as a way out. Yeah, the celebrity, the fame, the notoriety, yeah. the energy, yeah. the access. That's oh, how wow. I, all I got to do is sit down and talk, and I'm gonna get it, rich. It, it requires nothing. Yeah, that's that's how they're looking at. It's that easy way. Not as easy as they think yeah. it is because they be talking about a lot of mush. They be online talking a lot of trash about us. That's not true. And, oh, I, and I and 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 I see they getting two hundred and twelve thousand views, mm -hmm. and I and I'm looking at it, and I say, yo, it's, it's cool, but I I tell him, I'm like, yo, they can't keep up. Mm -hmm. That's not gonna last. The thing that we have between us, and, and ghosts included, is this is who we really are. Mm -hmm. We have experience for real. So when I'm talking to people, I'm not telling them how I think it should be or in, in a perfect world. I'm saying this is what went on with me. I didn't done deals. They didn't got shelved. I needed the discretionary fund. I didn't been lied on. You didn't been almost blackballed. You had to come back, make up with people that you was once your man's with. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. so, so when people talk about me about like a lot of friction and stuff that could be going on, I'll be like, yo, it's entertainment, bro. No doubt. I said, I'm not getting into the personal stuff with people because you didn't have fights with niggas mm. and then respected them way better the next day mm. and been cool with them for the rest of your life. Mm. Then you got niggas that's been next to you that all they did what you didn't know was talk about you behind your back Fact. and they've been poisoned the whole time. Mm. So I'm not going to worry about what them or they are not saying, I'm going to worry about the foundation and the knowledge that we're laying because nobody can take that from me. And that's why y'all going to have longevity. Yeah. That's why y'all got that because y'all separating yourself from the pack. So Yeah, and um, Mega, this this project you got, man, when when we press play, what's, what's the experience going to be? Let's close it out with that. When you press play... When y'all finish hearing that album, y'all gonna, you're gonna be proud. It's gonna be like proud moments one. on there. Mm -hmm. I like that. A lot of Queens moments up there, just so yeah. y'all know. There's definitely it's, a lot it's of. A queen, it's a Queens thing, too. Yeah. We got Nas <laughs> on there. We got Lloyd Banks on there. We got Havoc on there. Woo. We got the uh, Master Jedi, Russell Simmons, talking. Wow. We got um, Log Professor, Let's Production, go. Havoc, Street Runner, uh, Ty Tyreek Azuz, Shaw Money XL. 
Alchemist, Harry Fraud. Um, mm. it's 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 a movie. When you hear that album, I guarantee you, we'll be we could do a whole we could do an interview just talking about the album. It's uh-huh. like that. And what's that for 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 Esso's vibe and my vibe? Realness song, too, huh? Realness too. The realness too. That's the name of the album. Yeah. Okay, we press and play on that. Backfield too. for Mega. Right, no, yeah, that's I, 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 I saw the live performance and all that. <laughs> the serious satellite, you know what I mean? I, I didn't want to talk about it and mm. everything, you know what I'm saying? I ain't Let's trying go. to be on that type of time, but I saw the vibe that you bringing forth. Yo, I think everything that's going on now, I even dig the past more than I ever did. I tried to put the past in the past a mm-hmm. long time ago. I no said, doubt. Yo, I, I just want to move forward. No doubt. I, I don't want to talk about the old stuff right. and all that type of stuff. But now understanding that people really don't have this knowledge and we have a chance to share knowledge and people like yourself, you the second person in the last week that has sat in this chair and said, I don't really do this type of shit. And the other one was Gene Nelson. Gene Nelson. Mm. Gene was like, I, everybody been trying to get me to come on their shows, but mm. because, you know, he, he he called me Randy because he know me for a long time, you mm. know what I'm saying? He said, because I've been in, 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 in the trenches with them. Mm-hmm. And he understood and he he explained to Heineken how, it, how the game was very different when I got on. Mm. I didn't come on with a crew. I came on just by myself, mm. bulletproof vest, had to have a couple burners on me, a little 22 and all that, because you you never knew when you had to back niggas up or, or off you because it was live money back then. You That's know what a I'm fact. Saying? Mm. So I had to be like like I am now, which I can't say people like it, but it's straightforward mm-hmm. and it's just stern. Mm-hmm. It is what it is because when I was here with Suge Knight, Jimmy Henchman, Fucking Fifty Cent running Jay around, Prince. Jay Prince yeah. running around, niggas, you know, like Cash niggas, money, niggas was gooned up running around. Oh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was just me mm-hmm. and Rock Wilder and my one singer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my mind state was was a totally different. But thank God, he brought me to this microphone mm. and showed me that my knowledge and the things that I've been through could help give knowledge to the people who. Who, who needed the most? Who needed? Because we right. didn't have none of it, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And stories of hearing you reconcile with Nas and niggas knowing that y'all go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that y'all are friends from from uh, back in the days and all that. Mm-hmm. They gotta realize that this world goes round and round. Yeah, and some of us really do make mistakes. Yeah, and some of us really need a chance to bring our mistakes back to the positivity side of yeah. things. And I, I think that that's what we're able to show people. Yeah, With don't sink in too. it. You're either going to sink in the mistake or it's going to become a learnable moment. Mm. And, you know, um, I like what you guys are doing a lot. I'm telling you. And and on some real shit, even Mecca tell you, like, like this week, I was just chilling. And there's a few few things I could have did. And I was like, I'm doing I'm doing bag fuel. <laughs> like, this, like this is probably the only thing I'm doing this week like this. Like, mm-hmm. Wow, appreciate. it. Uh, yeah, that's that means, that's, that's, that, that's means, that means that's real talk. Cause I respect, yeah. I respect the grime. I I respect the, I respect how y'all moving. I respect the, the subject matter, and I respect the underdog. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, when you climb, when you climb out of the trenches, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a different, it hit different when you climb out the trenches as opposed to you just having to walk in the park. Mm-hmm. So salute to y'all, man. Thank Keep doing what respect. y'all do. Thank Ooh, you. It's nothing the else realness. To say after that. <sighs> Yo, shout out to Cormega. Queens get the money. You already Salute know. Salute to Queens. They've held me down more than any other borough. Thanks. And I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> My dude, thank you.